0: Have time for another question? And I think
1: we. I think Doris Folkey had her. Yeah,
0: Dor- Doris, do you still ha- do you still want to ask a question or not?
2: Thank you for your answer, Shirley. Hi. It was so beautiful.
0: Thank you.
3: I had the same question as Mireille. and um, Shirley when you talked about your personal experiences. I thought about: is it practical? So it's yes but you you answered already thank you so much Okay,
1: thank you. and i think what shirley was talking about and i can venture to guess that you all have some pretty significant stories where your character was trusted
4: sorry so go, go ahead go ahead i just want to backtrack um, a little bit on that story that i spoke about where you can't have faith for somebody else Well, you can have faith, but it's not going to make a difference if they do not want to change or they do not want to listen. I was so radically on fire for God, and I was almost no earthly good. It was like the space cadet spiritual space cadet. And there was this man who was around and people, the, the girls around me all liked him, but I wasn't interested. I really wasn't interested. And he started pursuing me. And then people started coming to me saying, Shirley, be careful. Just get a sense about this. And I went, nah, pff, you know, and then my pride kicked in. My ego kicked in thought well, he likes me. There's all these other girls, but, but he likes me. And I started falling for this and I got warning after warning. Don't go there. Use wisdom, pray about it. And I thought, well, he loves God. He's serving God. He's in full-time ministry. I married this man. And it was the biggest mistake that I made. Why? Because I didn't listen, because I thought I knew better. And so ended up being in an environment that was, was like how I survived. And I'm, I'm not going to go into all the detail, but it was a really dark time for me. I was in the wilderness, as I said, for 15 years after that. And when I met my husband, Quibus, I said god you've got to speak aloud because i can read into things and just think i'm hearing from you i don't ever want to make that mistake again and within a week god said to me the man in your life is god's a plan for you and he said other things as well and we've been married now for 10 years and i can just tell you there were times that was we all know what being married is and things can be really tough i held on to that this is God's a plan, and it was the best thing I could have done. So we we just need to just keep humbling ourselves and keep just that ego, that pride is can destroy years, if not decades, of our life.
0: Amen. And and part of the reason why Christianity is not a solo sport is that we all have blind spots and we all have weaknesses. And be having developing relationships with people that you can trust and listening to wise counsel, and then taking that before the Lord is such an important part of our walk. It's so easy to be deceived. And part of being deceived is that by the very definition of it, you don't know that you're being deceived. And, and you have to have other people who will speak life into you, but will also tell you in a life-giving way when they think you may be off, off track. That's a great, that's a great lesson. Okay, we have two hands raised. We'll have time. We have to be brief with your question. And then we'll go uh, into, we'll just, we'll pray for Shirley. And we'll pray for everybody before we end. So go ahead, Hillary, you go first. You want to unmute yourself and just ask your question.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Shirley, so much for being honest. I have a very similar saga. And I'm just so grateful and so honoring of you for how you've come through, seriously and i had a i love what you said and this is an a relationship god gave me a beautiful husband for 19 years and it's with him that we built the house of prayer and so on and suddenly he died and there were so many prophecies for us together and with my children and he died my son's been in england for 14 years my daughter's now gone over there so there's no family and i'm just saying father how about those prophecies that we would minister together as a family? Do we just drop them because it's not physically possible? Do we hang on to them and think, oh, my goodness, are you going to bring another family
4: thing together? I don't know what to do. Fred and Sue, I'm going to hand this one over to you. Thanks.
5: Can I okay. pick up on this one? Because I know Hillary really well for a long time, but also all the other prophets I know. One of the things that the Lord does with the prophets and the watchmen and the intercessors is that he teaches us the way of the cross. The cross is very strong in our lives, the Calvary road, the surrendering road. Over and over, the Lord allows the prophets to go through the fire and then mm. to bring restoration. And it's part of his work on us. It's his, his work of sanctification in us and it's agony for us and it's agony for those who love us and watch us go through it. But much of the church, I, I just get concerned that we're losing the way of the cross Jesus said you know take up your cross so our cross is just some sort of a reflection of his cross and his surrendering and his agony and he didn't want to go through the cross Mm. Uh, you know in Gethsemane he didn't want to go through it and we never want to go through it either but there's always resurrection on the other side so in the pain of it all that, that he allows to be applied to us in the struggle of us all, that we end up knowing him. We end up knowing him in a more deep, deeper way. So I just hope yeah. that helps those that are prophets and who have been going through the fire. I think we've all, I've got testimonies, we've all got testimonies, but I realised it was the work of the Lord, that he was allowing this in my life because he was doing a deep work in me, preparing me for what he wanted me to fully carry. So I hope that helps. It does. Thank you,
3: Jenny. Could I just say that, is this correct to then say, Lord, the resurrection would be with a family of God and not necessarily as that literal family?
5: We don't know. When you're going through it, you don't know what's mm. on the other side of it. But I think it brings our souls into a deeper place of trusting the Lord. Totally. And this is where the church is going to need the prophets to guide them in days ahead in trusting the Lord, because the challenges that are coming up are going to be enormous. So, Shirley, this is brilliant teaching from Shirley. This is absolutely brilliant teaching. And the Lord wants to equip us with this teaching so that we can use what God has done in us to be strengthening the church as the shakings, the, the tremblings, uh, and all the threats are and, and, uh, uh, coming, that the prophets will be strong because we know our God,
0: mm-hmm.
5: if that helps.
0: A- Amen, that's, that is, that's well said, Jenny, from someone who is very seasoned in the word and in prayer and in prophecy and in life. And one of the things that we that is always very difficult, and this is part of the way of the cross, is that God doesn't give us all the answers, many things that we do not have the answer to. And that the whole the position as Jenny was as you were just saying is that that we need to trust him, that we need to trust him in a deeper way. What we need to not do is because we don't have the answer to whatever it is, then we turn away from God. And we think that God either doesn't care or that he doesn't have the answer or that we're not hearing properly. All those things can be things, lies of the enemy. And that's again, where we need to be, why we need community so badly? because we need to, in the midst of our pain and our difficulties, we need to love each other and bring each other along. And and how much more we're we going to even need that in the days ahead. Thank you. So we've got I'm gonna we're gonna have Shoshana ask her question and then we've got two other people who have questions. You know what? I don't um, think we're gonna get through everybody.
1: Fred, we're not gonna worry about this because the Lord really convicted my heart that for the international watchman call, which is the first Monday of the month at 3 p.m. Jerusalem time, we're gonna carry on this conversation. So if you, we don't get you tonight. We we that we need to keep this conversation going.
0: Okay. So is surely is gonna is surely gonna be with us on I, the call?
1: If she can, that'd be wonderful. But we I think it's just gonna be a prophetic, you know, prayer and a session. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's do this. If you have to get off, we um no no offense. We'll just we'll go to try to answer these questions. We'll stay on a, a little bit longer. But, but we just wanna, I just wanna, again, we just wanna thank you, Shirley. Just wanna bless everybody on this line. Obviously there's some very important questions that people have and very deep places that people have gone that they have questions about. And and we will do our best to try to answer them in whatever way that we can. So let's go to Shoshana. Would you like to unmute yourself and uh, give Shirley your question? Yeah, first
2: of all, thank you, Shirley for your presentation i think this was also uh, the best i ever heard <laughs> about prophecy and thank you also for hillary and jenny because this was also answering one of my questions and that's really my heart so my question is if somebody if you have a prophecy prophecies which are opposite like i had the last month i had because of a major issue and from different people really on the same day even the opposite direction like to say i have to go and the other one said you have to stay
1: what do you do with this go before the lord
4: (laughs) (laughs) this is really yes Yeah, Shoshana, that is also that is such a good question. And that applies not just to prophetic words that we receive, but it's also corporate prophetic words that are released. You'll often hear discrepancy. And there's a lot of ambiguity. But the Word of God says that we know in part, and we prophesy in part. So first of all, we only if you look at a diamond with 45 facets, each reflecting a little bit of light, we only get a little minuscule glimpse of something. And also only enough that the Lord would want us to release. And then they are also unfortunately, Jenny and and many of you will relate to this, where they prophesy from their soul, they look at you, and they know what they want to see for you, they care about you, their heart is in the right place. And then they will say certain things because they really feel that is what God is saying over you. And that is where that discernment comes in. And then you've got one that says this and another one that says this is where you go to those um, people around you that you trust and you say, I've got this and I've got this, can you help me to weigh this? We can test this together. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you. Amen. All right, let's go to Molly. Would you like to unmute yourself and just uh, give Shirley your question?
2: Thank you very much, Dr. Fred. And thank you so much, Shirley and Dr. Sue. And I'm just so grateful for the experience of the prophetic and the prophet, the teaching and the journey. I want to ask to find what is the difference or what is the fine line? of being a prophetic watchman and a prophet. Because I'm in my journey that I'm saying from the times when God has spoken and said from the word, from Ezekiel 33, that son of man, I've called you to be a watchman. And there is a consequence for being that watchman. If you don't give a warning, you have blood on your hands and to encourage and to give that warning, which is such a responsibility and then go through certain situations of life where my husband and I we because of the situations that we were having and god was calling us into this uh, deep place of handling uh, the prayer house he lost his job we had no money we had to lose all our money and then comes a prophet on the screen and tells and tells us give us your last meal, like the widow of Zarephath. And I had a choice there that day to choose and to believe and to give the last, what we had in our account, to give to that prophet. And I knew God is true. I knew his word is true. And I was listening to this and I had the choice to believe and I gave. And then I saw God's miraculous come through because of the faith. Now, at that point of time, I knew that it was not just knowing the story of the widow of Zarephath, but I became that widow of Zarephath, I became that very. So I'm just thinking as prophets, do we live the word? Just experiencing that as prophets, do we live the word and experience the word? And so I just want to have a bit of clarity there That was one question. The second was last week as well. I experienced that there are, since that we, some of us have gone through uh, woundings and the rejection that Dr. Sue talked about, we could just, if you could pray for a healing of those wounded hearts, I'll be grateful. Thank you.
4: I think maybe Sue could answer the first question and Fred could answer the second one. The wounding
1: okay just briefly there's a difference between the office of a prophet and the gift of the prophet and god calls us all he desires that we would all prophesy now um now the office of a prophet is when you are recognized that's why that ministry is so powerful and publicly recognized and that is a journey of integrity And I have fought wanting, I've fought this kind of a thing all along in this journey of what we've been called to the watch and really shied away from putting myself out there because it's God that has to raise it up and I've trusted in him and it does test your character. And, but in that testing comes the authority that eventually will put you into that place of, the office where you're recognized for what you're carrying. But the um, there are different types of prophets that you can classify. And we can talk about that at another time. And a watchman is that a, a specific type of a, of a prophet. But I would also say that we are all called to watch. That he, God said, "I've made you in my image. Now tend and keep my garden." That word "keep" is to watch over your garden. The reason we're in problems today is because we haven't done that. And so it, we are all called to watch. But the office of a watchman is governmental, and I go into this that in the book that's coming out, intercessory prayer is not. Governmental. It's important, it's core to who we are and what we are. But the watchman prayer is governmental. I'm very convinced of it. And it's absolutely vital now that it be raised up in the nations as we contend. Joe, you're talking about the goat and the sheep nations. Ay, 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 the battle is out there. So, I think something just was released over your heads. <laughs> I feel it's called the mantle.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there's a, just one important point too, is that Paul says, I can't locate the, um, the exact verse, but desire the gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. So God calls us to deci- desire to prophesy. So that's there is nothing wrong with that. We need to actually be desiring that, and especially on the watch. Because the, the prophetic word is so powerful. On the other hand, being you can want to be in the office of a prophet, but surely will tell you, and as will many others, that you're not th- when you're desiring that you're not thinking about the pain and the humbling and the rejection and all the different conflicts and whatnot that you're going to have to go through to get to that place. And so it's a it's in some ways a sobering thing. And just I, I don't think any of us should expect that. Suddenly, we all want to be promoted right away. And God's timing is, if I may say, it's always longer than his timing for things is always longer than what we want. Molly, if you could just repeat the second question that you had so that I can try to answer it.
2: Thank you, Dr. Fred. I felt the rejection because I like Shirley shared last time. There are many times I'd started with the word of God going and wanting to release the word of God and has been sent back or been really humiliated. In fact, there are other people, visitors who noticed that and even said it from the pulpit that, you know, that I have gave me even a word saying that you've been dishonored. And I've always had a forgiving heart and have to forgive because the love of God is greater. But I've experienced that wounding I I don't know whether it's just for me or if anyone else feels the same. I just feel that the, there's an anointing of healing as well as as in you and Dr. Sue and Shirley could release that healing over us as well. Sure, I, that's- I don't know. But rejection,
1: uh, rejection is the test of the prophet. It's really core because it, it, God's saying, "Who are you going to believe, me or man?" Hmm.
0: Yeah. And Molly, I think you already know this, but it's worth saying that when you're prophesying, when you're releasing a word, you're always taking a risk because you never have a hundred percent proof that what you're saying is from God. But if you never take a risk, you'll never prophesy. And, and this is important. And God wants to build our confidence in him. And even when, and surely you could speak to this better than me, but Even when somebody says, oh, no, that doesn't make any sense. I don't really, I don't think that pertains to me or they're rejecting the word. That still doesn't mean that it's not true. They may just not be ready to receive it yet. And and you may never find out the truth of it. Or somebody may come back to you five years later and say, that word that you gave me was absolutely right on. But at the time, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't receive it. So the, the, the devil wants to tell you that you're off, that you're all wrong. And, and the humbling part is that you, we always, cause we don't know whether we're right or wrong. We, we don't have a hundred percent assurance, but we have to um, humble ourselves before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm just following you to the best of my ability. I know that it says in your word that we know in part, and we prophesy in part. So mm-hmm. anyway, Jenny, would you like to unmute yourself and just release a word of, or a, a prayer of just healing over, over the wounds that we've, most of us have accumulated in regards to this, you have to unmute yourself.
5: Father, I pray, pray, Lord, that you bring deep healing into all the bruising, all the wounds, Father, that have really hurt everyone. I think of a bruised reed, you will not break. And so, Father, um, we ask that we see a, a, a reverse with all those wounds that those wounds lord be used in a very positive way father that the wounding that we've had that the enemy will not have a place to land and 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 speak discouragement and and, and further oppressive words lord but that those wounds identify with christ identify with his cross identify with the faith that is the calling that you're placing on our lives and lord a servant is no greater than his master and our master was so severely wounded and so father these wounds it's an honor really that we carry these wounds for you that lord we we thank you that you walk with us so closely you are forming us every day by and we declare by your stripes we are healed father we stand strongly against the rejection that comes father particularly rejection that comes from the church who does not understand the calling of the prophets and does not understand that aspect of your anointing uh, of your kingdom father so many pastors and leaders are yet to receive the revelation father of this gifting that is you that is you And Lord, also uh, your words that the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And that so often we're wounded, not because the people are rejecting us, but that they're rejecting you. And so we walk through that so that we can be part of the cornerstone, that we be rejected just as our saviour was rejected. And so, Lord, that's where we belong on the cornerstone with you. And so we thank you that in all the the pain that comes upon our soul and, and that quenches us, that your glorious light comes, your glory comes and lifts us out of it. Lord, many of us are weeping prophets. We're feeling the burdens that others aren't feeling. And because we, we're the Jeremiah's and because people don't understand that, they at times mock us and they reject us but we are so special to your heart and we we are so honored to be with you in such a calling so lord use us we all say use us use us use us and maybe not be frightened of the rejection maybe not be frightened of the disappointment lord it's just coming to me how derek prince really believed that his wife ruth would be healed Uh, of sickness and she died and Derek stood there at the grave and he said I don't understand but I trust you and Mm. Lord this is what we say over and over again Lord we lean not on our own understanding but in all our ways acknowledge you and you will make our path straight so father it's all right to say to you I don't understand but I trust you and so thank you for that relationship that you're building between us and you, Father, that we can say that. And so, Lord, I just want to pray a blessing over all these emerging prophets and established prophets. And some on the call will not be prophets, but because of this teaching, they'll be able to encompass and encourage the prophets and understand the work of the prophets. So, Father, thank you so much. And I just pray a blessing in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach over all of us on this call, and particularly Father God, hearts just say thank you for the giftings in, in the teaching that Shirley's has given us, but not just, Lord, I know that she cannot come to this place of what she's taught us today without paying a price, so i want mm-hmm. to say thank you, Lord, for the price that Shirley paid, thank you, Lord, thank you, See, this is the Father, this is the father he gets hold of the prophet's emotions and he takes us anywhere (laughs) he just takes us and he is just he is like weeping over Shirley in gratitude Shirley he's saying to you thank you my beloved thank you for walking through through all the battle through all the fires all the misunderstandings the rejection the pain all of that the scars that you carry but these are scars to the glory of the kingdom of God. And so father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you that you strengthen Shirley to never give up because if she'd given up, we would not have received these teachings and the strength that she is giving us Lord. She's giving us strength. And we thank you for that in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. and amen. Thank
0: that you was so
1: powerful. Yep.
5: Thank you. Thank you, Jenny
1: for the road you've walked, you could not pray like that unless you've walked it. Yes. Okay. And I last see a lot of heads one. nodding and uh, I feel yes. like, Father, your healing power is moving through our hearts and That's our spirits right. That's even right. now.
0: That's right. Okay, last question from Ruth. You've been patiently waiting. Go Thank ahead and you. mute yourself and ask your question.
6: Thanks. Actually, you've all been talking about what I want to ask. I don't know how to ask it really. I'll just try. I know somebody, there's somebody who's in connected with me. And he's been speaking recently quite often in public areas where I am um, saying to test the profits, it needs to be 100%. And if it's 80-20, 80% rent, 20% wrong, you really need to toss it. It's just not, you don't, shouldn't be listening to these people. And yeah, I personally don't agree with him, but I don't know how to speak to this person. I feel like he's somebody who's open and willing to hear but I I don't know what to say to somebody like that I don't know how to encourage them to reconsider I don't I just don't know what to say in a way we've been talking about
4: this and I think that's where the wounding comes for the prophets but anyway my question Ruth also that is absolutely amazing and there was a quote that I I don't know which one it was I'll find it And, and I'll actually put it on the journey group where the person responsible for the ESV translation who that is he said, while it is possible to speak 100% from God, very often it is human words mixed with what the Lord is saying. And so there is the black and the white. And again, Ruth, <laughs> to pray for the person, but to try and change their mind, I have tried to change people's minds in my life, and it just, all I can do Thank is you. just hand them over to the Lord. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we've got that stream over here as well that has been very resistant to the move of the spirit and very negative about the prophetic. But I don't see that in scripture. If you take the prophetic out of the Bible, you lose two thirds of it. And Paul says what? For we know in part and we prophesy in part.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's can I just the, mention um, something quickly? Sorry, I think sometimes people are mixing up the Old Testament prophets who had to be right, otherwise <laughs> they would probably have been killed, and so the kind of prophecy that we have within after Jesus was here. I think there's sometimes people do mix
3: those
0: two. Yep, well said, Joe. Okay, we need to we need to wrap this up. We've gone uh, way over. It's been well worth it, and we're just, again, we're so thankful for you, Shirley, and there's, I just believe the Lord, who is the ultimate multitasker, is doing many things during this teaching. He's teaching, he's healing, he's imparting, he's promoting, he's doing many things, and it's very exciting. Hannah, could we have you mute yourself and just close us off in prayer, but before you do that, Susan, do you have any announcements before we close?
1: No, I just put up a link um, to a message by Joel Richardson. I would encourage you to um, listen to it in the next few days. It's just a recent one, on, and it goes into clarifying a lot of what we studied in the MIDI East but it's a really excellent message, and it'll help clarify the times and what's going on with Russia right now with the biblical end-time narrative. So encourage you to listen to it.
0: Okay. Great.
1: And we'll be back at three and we'll it'll be more of a family time, a family hour than it is any focus time. We spent a lot of intensity last week with the 50 hours. So it's, it's a deep gulp. <laughs> Take a deep breath
0: and enjoy <laughs> time. Thank you, dear. Go ahead, Hannah.
6: Father, we just want to thank you for gatherings like this. We want to thank you for this incredible wall that we are on because of Fred and Sue's vision and their courage and their stepping out, Father. and, And we just want to honor them tonight before we close out. Father, we want to honor prophetic voices like Jenny Hager, a lifetime of paying the price and understanding this well, Lord, and having the wisdom now to share it with us. And we want to thank you for Shirley, um, fairly new on the wall and yet stepping up, Lord, because one thing I've learned about Shirley is she's obedient. When you call, she comes and she runs and it is costly. And Father, there's such a wealth among us because you're building your house among us. You're building what you desire, Lord, in these relationships and these times together. And... We're so grateful, Abba. We just—I—I want to speak the blood of the perfect Pesach lamb over the seeds that were sown and the conversations, even the questions. Help, wisdom. Sometimes it's not the answer that's important, Abba. It's the question and where that heart is struggling with you. And I just speak the blood over. Everything that was of you tonight, and Father, blow away anything that was not of you. And Father, take us forward from this moment because something's opening up tonight that is so precious to you and so dear to your heart. And this is where we're heading as a community, Lord. And I just take us forward to the honor and glory of your Son, Yeshua. Amen. God's
0: people said. Amen. Everybody, unmute yourselves. Wave to each other. God yeah, bless you in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Thank, you so Thank, you Thank you, Shirley. Thank you so much. God bless you, all. Oh. Praise you. And the
6: you.